Hi everybody, Dan here from Diginomica, and I, today I have a... Uh, uh, hi everybody, it's Dan here from Diginomica, and today I have a customer talking about their experience with SAP Business by Design. Now, for those that don't uh, know, uh, by Design has been in market for 10, 12 years, uh, with a bit of a hiatus around about 2009 to 2010. When I first saw it, I immediately saw an end-to-end -end ERP solution covering a variety of, um, of areas, uh, planning, logistics, finance, sales, um, some manufacturing, and so on. There was, there was a lot to it, and provided that you can live with a pre-configured system, and by pre-configured, what I mean is, is that you have a, a ton of processes that you can certainly configure around, but ultimately it is a pre-configured system that you're not meant to play with, then by design represents a, a reasonable alternative, and especially for, for SMBs that know that their, their business is complex in inverted commas. Okay. But it's been quite difficult to get hold of customers willing to talk in any great detail about this until very, very recently. So on this occasion, I have Jonathan Phillips who has been leading three projects, sorry, four projects at Aspen Pumps. Um, one in the UK started, then they went to France, then they went to Germany, now they're in the US. What's interesting here is that the project was developed and delivered in a very specific way that where they started in the UK and it took 180 days to go from soup to nuts, get out the door, get on with it. When they went to France, that implementation time dropped to something like 92 days. When they went to Germany, it dropped to 76 days. Same methodology, same system, different issues, obviously. Now, he talks about data quality as being one of the issues that drives the, the, um, uh, the length of a, of a project. But I was actually much more interested in how they were able to take a standard system, pre-configured, how they were able to champion that, because remember this is end-to-end, -end, it goes right across the board, and how they were able to get an enthusiastic, mission-driven team moving on this thing. Okay. So the first thing to understand is, is that what they had in existence was a, a, a system that worked, but it was green screen, it was old, it was not really fit for purpose. Nobody liked it. So there was an appetite for change there anyway. But what um, what Jonathan was looking for, though, were people who would be really enthusiastic about this system and about the replacements of it. And that's the, the, the nut of where this conversation starts. So I'll just let Jonathan explain it to you. So when, when, we, were looking at, when we were looking at the system and how we were going to implement it, we... We're very much the approach that I took with the consultant. When I say we, that's who I mean predominantly. Um, we were very much against. Um, we, we picked up quite quickly that an implementation of by design is not really a traditional ERP implementation. You're not trying to process map the business on post-it notes on a wall and then build a system around it. Um, but what you are perhaps trying to do is understand what by design is as a standard process and then see if you can fit your business into those processes. So as a result, instead of relying necessarily on 
the kind of senior department members and perhaps the process experts in um, in each department. We were looking for those users, those uh, those individuals who showed an appetite for um, business change, who showed a kind of passion to, you know, when, when you'd ask them about VRP, instead of saying, oh, we just want a system that does this one thing I'm interested in, their comments would be very much, I'm sure we can do things in a much more joined up in a better way than we could before. So we picked people based on their, yes, their position in department, they were users, they understood and had a good grasp on what their department did and, and what it needed. Um, but also those people who were, um, their, their mentality about change and their mentality about systems, their, their way of thinking was more in line with a rapid by design implementation that we were, that we were trying to achieve. Okay. And um, sorry, go um, on. And what, what we found with that, um, I don't know if we picked up before, what we found with it was there was an immediate trust with their peers, their colleagues, because mm. instead of a message coming from, you know, I'm an accountant like you, instead of a message coming from the, the kind of finance voice or from the systems implementation people or from the partners, um, their message going back to the teams was coming from people who were kind of plucked from within. So there was an immediate trust there. Um, when they reported to the senior management in each line, you know, the senior management actually were great at trusting when the key user came back and said, I've seen this, this is what we want for our team. You can be confident it's going to work. You know, the project itself was achieving buy-in at a departmental level. So the key users are going back, feeding back to their own users and their own senior management. And when they did that, it meant that the project as a whole was getting buy-in um, by proxy almost. So when I was presenting on progress, they already knew what the progress was because their own team members were going back and briefing them. Um, and so we found almost like a, a bottom-up um, uh, kind of trust process going on. You know, not very much uh, the senior management says it works, therefore everyone else must do it. We almost did it completely the other way around because the people doing the transactions um, said, yeah, this is definitely going to fit, it's definitely going to work. There was a trust almost that was built bottom-up rather than uh, maybe a traditional ER project, uh, ERP project, which would be more of a top-down way of thinking. Okay. Now... Business by design is an end-to-end -end system, okay? So you can cover finance, manufacturing, sales. There's a lot of things that you can do, planning and so forth. Um, and, and it was attractive to you because of that, and it meant that you would not have a, any material integrations to do, um, provided that you accepted the, the, the standard practices that SAP offers. Now... What does that mean in terms of how this was implemented? Because, again, in traditional ERP implementations, actually in traditional implementations, period, you tend to be focused on a department, then another department, and then another department, and then, oh, by the way, we're going to integrate all this. Why? And how, how did that operate in practice? Because essentially I'm, what I'm supposing is that regardless of, the departmental champions position, they would still have to be thinking in terms of a broader business solution. Is, is, am I right or, or? Yes, of course. Right. Yeah, of course. You're absolutely right. So our our first two, three weeks, scoping, I think it might have been two weeks, our first scoping meetings where we had the partners in to effectively work through the questionnaire that is the config of by design. Mm. Um, we basically made sure for each of those, instead of going department by department, that we thought about okay, what process or what end-to-end -end solution are we looking at? Which departments are involved? So, for example, order the cash. You want your sales and customer relations team involved. You need your operations team involved. But you also need your finance team involved. Because even though your order the cash process generally is looking at your operations, 
department, you know, they're seeing an input and then they're generating a financial output. If you had the cross-functional people from end to end, so you're involving everybody, um, and even to a sense, just get representatives from all departments around to look at it, it meant that the people who were really involved obviously would be fielding most of the questions, mm. but it gave anyone who had an input to the process was able to understand what they were doing that was affecting you know, the core process. Mm -hmm. And also, you know, in terms of, say, order to cash, you have finance sitting there on, on from the kind of invoice request to invoice document to payment who understood the, the, what the sales outputs looked like that were going to generate the invoices and the financial processes. Um, and we even found that, you know, because these were, uh, you know, the, these were good people in our business, the, these users that we picked were that, you know, had the right mentality. They weren't afraid, actually, just to ask, uh, you know, ask questions from a, a bit of the process they weren't involved in. So they would be quite happy to say, have you thought about this thing? Because it's just, you know, it might be the right question and I don't feel, I, I don't feel afraid to ask it. So all of our scoping uh, up front, so two, maybe three weeks of scoping, was all cross-functional. Uh, we made sure no one was excluded. Um, and we actually made sure that everyone around the table had a voice. Um, you know, you, you go around and specifically ask, okay, you've heard this process, you've heard, you know, what customer relations have to say about order entry. Is there anything you can think of on order entry that we should, that we've missed? Um, you know, is there anything from a finance point of view that you think is going to cause you a problem? So it was a very, very wide-ranging and cross-functional uh, cross-functional process. And again, it just it just built a team straight away. These key users were, you know, they were they were a little task force effectively leading, you know, leading their own kind of departments primarily, but also, you know, walking, you know, walking together arm in arm because that that's what the solution was. Uh, you know, that's what by design is trying to build, and therefore that's what we tried to replicate in a in a kind of personnel sense. Okay, culturally. I mean, I can see how that might operate in the UK. What about in France, Germany, and the US, where the cultures are fundamentally different? D does it work the same way? Um, the yeah, it did really. Um, for the for the French project, we had a uh, a reasonably senior actually member of a partner in in France who was a, who was a really good guy, mm. um, and his level of expertise about the system and the fact he was um, he was native French, um, that, that gave him buy-in with all the employees because obviously he was the expert user and he was French. Um, and for them, that, that was quite a big thing. Mm. But also the way we went around the project, you know, both there and in Germany where, where we did similar things, um, the way we went about the project, the UK was very, the UK team was very sensitive um, about the, the, different, the different cultures. We made a point uh, of sitting down and, you know, silly things, like uh, I'll give you a, a silly example. When we did the project in Germany, one thing, again, it almost happened by accident, but after we, we went out for a meal on the first night with uh, you know, our key users and the, the guys in the project team, and um, I think we ended up with a, a menu or a, a photocopy of a menu from a restaurant. And so in one of the first project meetings, I made a bit of a joke of it, but I, I made our UK users do what I called mandatory German training. <laughs> so I made them read the menu in German. Oh, and it was a, I think it was a beer menu. Oh, so yeah. I made them read it in German. Mm. Um, and of course, it was good natured. Everyone was kind of having a bit of a laugh at it. Mm. But what it did almost by happy accident was when they were training people logging into Biodesign in German, they mm. were able to read the names of the work centers with some kind of confidence because they were understanding, you know, silly things about how to pronounce the names of the, you know, you're looking at Kundenauftrag or something. You, you understand how to pronounce that. Mm. So these, these little things that we did where the, the whole point was to try and build some culture and integrate the team, um, they worked really nicely. 
um, the, the, the French and the German teams were very accepting of us coming over. Um, I can speak reasonably good French, so that helps. We had a, a key user in the sales team who is French, so that, again, that really helped them. Um, and we made sure that, that when we went with the partner to do the German project, um, that partner, the, you know, the representative consultant, um, I think he was Swiss German, but then obviously has fluent German. So whilst we were able to explain some things and, and we did the cultural fit with our team, you know, when it was the experts speaking, they were speaking in native tongue. Mm. Um, and it just gave everyone some confidence that, that you know, what we're doing and the way we're engaging with them was the right one. Um, and as with any project, you, you have to do an ERP project with some kind of sense of humor. Um, open door, you know, we're, we're not trying to boss anything or rule anything here. This is a, you know, it only works if the system is good, the data is good, and the people are good. And if you miss one of those, you end up with, a, with chaos somewhere. Um, and so we spent a long time looking at, you know, thinking about culture, how do you go and do the project well? Um, and just that having that sense of humor, uh, making sure that, you know, actually, this the, was an enjoyable experience. It wasn't a, a real slog of an ERP project. Right. Um, right. You know, it, try and make it an enjoyable experience. And actually, all of our projects have been done on time and on budget, which is, and I think that is testament to the effort of the key users um, from the UK side, but also, uh, you know, the users at the other businesses who who really pulled together to get it done. So, it's um, so I think I think to what you're getting at here is is that um, first of all, learnings from an initial implementation are transferable, not just transferable yep. from site to site, but transferable from country to country, and that there are learnings on learnings which allow you to go even further in terms of implementation efficiency. So effectively, from the start, you, you, what was it, 180 days? The, the latest one, what, what, did you say 76 days or something? I mean, that's a massive yeah, amount of savings. That's a massive amount of savings in terms of implementation. Um, I've, I, it's not something that, I've, uh, that I can pretend to be familiar with, if I'm perfectly honest with you, but it sounds to me as though you've adopted a very, very specific way of going about this these projects such that you're baking success in at every step of the of the way as opposed to worrying about configuration which which we all spend too much time on <laughs> yeah I, I think you're right and i think you know at this point i get to i get to put my evangelist hat on about by design and say i think because because you don't have to worry too much about the system configuration if you're if you're if you're trying to replicate you know your your business ethos your your business processes to a subsidiary to another business you're trying to replicate the same thing mm. the configuration you did the first time is is generally still applicable and yes you have to go look for those exceptions you go look for those things that um you know are going to co that currently don't fit with that way of working mm. and you can actually spend your energy on working out okay do we have to do something here or do we have to is it a business change in the sense that we change the way you're working or the way you're thinking about a process as opposed to let's go in and change all the wiring of the underlying system config. And that's where by design really helps. If you adopt the, you know, as they want you to do, as Rhino would tell you to do, if you adopt the standard processes in the system, mm. you can guarantee that it is going to work. So, the, you know, your, your three pillars of success, which might be your, you know, your system, um, your data and your people, let's say, you can almost rule out the system one because you know that if you have stuck to, um, you know, if you have stuck to the, the main road of configuration, you know that the system is going to work. Therefore, you can spend your energies working on the cultural bit, which is, and the business change and the people are always going to be the hardest. Mm. Um, you can actually spend your energy focused on that bit 
Meanwhile, not forgetting that you know you've got to give systems um, a decent uh, crack at good data, mm. otherwise um, it will just churn out rubbish at the end of the sausage machine. Mm. Um, so actually, I think that that's where by design was a real strong point because we didn't have to spend too long worrying about configuration because most of that after the two, three weeks scoping was in the bag already mm. and we are into fine tuning and then cultural and business change. Okay. Now, some people will say if you're implementing a standard system, and in this case what we say in counting, uh, sales, planning, warehouse logistics and so forth, you're not really achieving a, a business benefit or a business advantage because where is the innovation if it's standard? Because it will be the same for everybody else, won't it? What's your answer to that? Interesting question. Um, uh, I'm... Well, it's, you've almost told me. It's, it's the business advantage. I'd, I'm not necessarily sure in all instances how business advantage is going to be driven through a system or whether a system is something that effectively should support your existing, either support your existing processes or helps you to develop better business processes. And I think for us, especially as, as our business, by adopting kind of more standard processes and being able to work closer into department cross-functionally, mm. we've actually built a bit more of a team ethos internally, which has meant that your goals are a bit better aligned, which mean that your teams are not going off pulling really hard in opposite directions, but actually everyone is starting to pull towards a common goal. Um, and, and that was achieved by effectively looking at a system that said, have you, you know, in effect, the question of by design is, have you ever thought about doing business this way because it works? Mm. Um, and if you, if you can answer yes to those questions, and there will definitely be implementations where the answer to those questions isn't a clear yes, but if it, you know, the more yeses you have and the more clear-cut it is, the easier it is for your departments to pull together to achieve the business change and to achieve that benefit. And actually, you end up with an efficiency or a, an economic kind of benefit. You know, it's not necessarily, oh, look, there's this whizzy functionality. We didn't know you could do that. Let's make it so. Mm. But it was just addressing the core. If this is our business, and actually, I would argue that th this business and, and maybe quite a few others are not actually that complicated at the core of them. If you can make sure those processes that you do well, um, uh, you know, the, the system behind those processes is efficient and driving everyone to work together, then you can spend all your energy as a business working on where you're actually your unique selling points are. Mm. And for Aspen, that is the quality of the products we produce, the, the amount of time and effort we put into the innovation of the next generation of products that, that, are, that our in-house team develop and then release to market. You know, that, that's where our business energy is and that's where this business really makes a difference. And actually, if we can then find something to really robustly address the needs of our you know, ongoing day-to-day -day operational processes, then we can focus all our energies on how do we make this business a better thing, having not worried about, you know, do I have to post every line of this transaction or am I sure that my data, underlying data is good or can I trust that this is actually a one single source of truth coming from this spreadsheet, which are challenges that we used to have, you know, pre-by design days. Sure. You're obviously a fan of by design, and that's always good to hear. Um, what would you say to somebody who is thinking about this and, and not necessarily by design, maybe by design isn't on their radar at, the, at this point in time. What would you say to somebody who's looking at um, modernizing in this particular way? Is it, it's not for everybody, obviously. but No, absolutely. It's, I suppose my, my fundamental principle that, that I don't think we'd necessarily worked out 100% before we chose it and implemented. But actually, the, the mantra very much now is, I would say to someone, 
if you want to take a product that has standard processes and you are willing to shape what you do now around these standard processes, you could do something in terms of implementation that is pretty coherent, you can do something that's pretty rapid, and you can almost guarantee 100% that it's going to work. Um, and that is your by design product. That's where it's going to fit really, really nicely. Mm -hmm. Businesses that, that don't have time and resource to throw into mapping out exactly what it wants to do. You know, if you are a business that has a whole bunch of, you know, well-established, world-class processes, then, yeah, you might, you might be wanting to get a system that, uh, that fits exactly around these world-class processes that you've built up and developed. Um, however, if your business is, you know, like I, I suppose, no offense intended, a lot of SMEs are, they, they rely a lot on people's knowledge in their head. They rely on this is the way we've always done it. Um, we're, we're actually more interested in the innovation and selling stuff than we are with the background system. Mm. Um, if, if your business is very much a world-class, you know, we have absolutely very strictly defined processes and rules that we need. Um, and we've looked at, you know, something like by design and we don't fit the standards. Then my recommendation whilst being a, as you say, I am a fan of by design because it's been good for us. You know, if that is your business and you don't fit the standard process, you'd be better off not doing it mm. and going to a more S4 type product or, you know, just of any other provider. You, because you're going to want a system that, that fits around your established processes. But like us, if you, if you don't have, um, you know, written down formal world-class processes, and I think, you know, whilst we did stuff very effectively and our, our business performance would say that we did, we must have done, um, you know, we actually really benefit, benefited from having that set of standard practices and standard processes that Bideline offers. And if we can do those, we can do something very quickly to a system also that is, you know, it allowed us, you know, we've done these two rollouts um, in France and Germany. We've done this further implementation in the U.S. And we've got more planned in the U.K. coming up later this year. So it really offers us the chance to extend one system around the business, formalize all your standard processes, which means you spend time focusing on the stuff that your business is really good at. You know, there's an ongoing debate, and it's been going on for, since forever, that, uh, you know, companies have developed world-class business processes and therefore they have to spend millions and millions of dollars maintaining these gargantuan systems to support these amazing processes and I have to ask the question you know Pacioli invented or at least codified the way in which we do bookkeeping 700 years ago and to the best of my knowledge that system hasn't been bested so what makes you think that your debits and your credits uh, special kinds of snowflake and then yeah completely agree yeah and and similarly you know is the way in which i enter an order that special i'm i don't know i don't think so is the way that i manage pipeline um in sales that special is the way in which i transfer data or information from an order system into an accounting system or an order into a manufacturer is it that special at the end of the day? I, I'm not convinced that that's the case. And certainly from yeah, where I was... I, I think I agree. Yeah. I think and, I agree with you. And, and, and certainly from where I was sitting when I first looked at by design, it, was, it always struck me as, you know what, I don't have to think about all that stuff any longer. I can simply pick it up and off we go. And, um, and that's the game right yeah, there. Absolutely. If, you, absolute. if you don't worry about, you know, if you don't need to worry about 10 minutes of how I load this special customer order yeah. and you can actually load it at standard in one minute, I can spend the other nine minutes phoning the customer finding what else I can do. For well, that's right. And, and there, that is the, that's the intrinsic benefit. Don't, don't spend time doing stuff that doesn't add value. 
that spend time, you know, spend the free time that you hopefully win back mm -hmm. in doing those activities that does add value. Um, and that, that's what we found completely. You free up the, you know, where you put on location control, you get suggested logistics areas for your transactions. Mm. Well, don't spend time thinking about where you're putting stuff. Put it where the system tells you to based on well-established rules mm. and then stand back and look at the warehouse and work out how you can make it more efficient yeah. because that's where you're going to win the value rather than worrying about what it is you're actually doing um, in terms of putting you know, numbers and, and qualitative, quantitative data into a, an ERP system. And provided that the system that you're operating is cost-effective in, in terms that you understand, then, then you're pretty much set to go. And that seems to be the message I'm hearing anyway. No, yeah. certainly. We, we found that very much. Um, it was, I think, it, in some senses, it, it was almost one of the, the cheapest ones we looked at in terms really? of... Really? Wow. Um, um, and that, uh, it, but, but we liked the, we liked the way the license model worked. You know, we've had some fun and games over, over time with, with bits of access and which type of users you have to be, but that's going to be standard pretty much across everything, I'd imagine. Yeah. Um, but, but we actually found, especially in terms of implementation time, if you can get these projects done... Um, you know, reasonably rapidly, mm. um, but but comprehensively as well. So you're not missing anything. Yeah. Um, you know that there's a, there's a big saving to be had there. You you don't need to worry about kind of diminishing energy of an 18 month ERP project. Mm. Um, you know, and the and the business is you know the, the model of by design, especially what we found um, post the UK implementation. We've taken more and more control and ownership of our own system. So whilst for the first implementation we were reasonably heavily reliant on the partner network yeah. um, and our implementation partner in particular, over time that reliance has become less and less and less to the point where I think our users you know, may be confident enough to go and run their own projects almost unassisted. We, we'd probably never cancel doing it, but you know, to that extent the, the, kind of the, the percentage spread of reliance on partner to reliance on expert resources internally mm. has shifted from a 90-10 you know, maybe for the first project, and, and we're much now, much, much further weighted now across the, you know, 80% will be done by key users, and what we're looking for is that partner expertise of, you know, you're about to do something really stupid that you don't want to do. Right. Um, but but we, we've got a massive sense of ownership now of what we've put in um, and feel very confident, actually, the way we use the system and how we can develop it. Very positive story here, Jonathan. But if there was one thing that you'd like... Uh, SAP and Reiner Zinno to do that they're not doing today, what would that be? Um, there are a few things sort of specific to us. I suppose we have a sense of, uh, you know, we have a, a manufacturing need in the system. Mm -hmm. um, our manufacturing processes aren't that complicated, but I, I suppose it, it, it would be fair to say that that um, but manufacturing and stuff in biodesign is perhaps not its strongest point. It's not bad, but it's not, it's not its strongest suit. Um, Things like subcontracting for us, you know, that formalization of that process would be good. Um, uh, we, we built our own landed cost solution with the partner because by design didn't offer it a planned landed cost solution, mm -hmm. which I know that, that I've chatted to Reiner and been part of, been part of the, I think, the development of what they're going to do. Quite when they're going to do it, I'm not sure, um, but it, it's supposed to be coming. Um, but, but generally for us, it, it's been things along that front that, you know, just, just odd things here and there. That when we did identify a gap in in the um, you know what Biodesign offered with the landed cost, we were actually able to build something with a with a developer and add it into the solution so we could get something working. Um, so yeah, where we did identify a gap, we did manage to plug that little gap. Um, and and in terms of Biodesign, my I suppose my encouragement to SAP would just be keep doing what you're doing. Really, 
the analytics work in recent times has been, uh, I think, money well spent. Um, and on the mobility front, um, you know, I know Jan and Jan Mattis has been working very hard with his team on um, the mobile, the mobile apps and the mobility. Again, mm -hmm. more of the same, please, would be great. Um, you know, just keep going on that front. Mm -hmm. um, so, so we're reasonably content with with where the system is and where it's going. Um, and you know, we just we like to see, like everybody else, you know, more functionality in these in these quarterly things. Um, you know, these quarterly updates. Uh, you know, keep working on the areas that by design are working on, um, and keep delivering a better product to your to your customers, because um, we we we've had massive benefit from ours, and I'm sure if they keep on the same lines, we'll we'll continue to get the same benefit. Well, recommendations don't come much stronger than that, do they? <laughs> Jonathan, it's been a wow. it's been a great conversation. I I have enjoyed it. Um, I've. Uh, Rainer will tell you that um, we've spent a lot of time talking about... I mean, I've been in and out of by design since 2007, so um, when I first saw it, I, I just thought, wow, this has got to be the future, and then, of course, it ran into all sorts of problems. Um, yeah. And then it came out again, and uh, I just wish SAP would put more money behind it because, <laughs> I mean, it's a really good solution. Um, but, hey, you know, what could... What, what can you say to a, a very large company that's been incredibly successful doing other things? <laughs> it's very, very hard indeed. Um, yeah, agreed. Yeah. Uh, Jonathan, I hope we get an opportunity to talk again. Um, and I'd, I'd love to speak to more, to more by design users because it has been difficult to find them um, or at least have them talk in the manner in which you have, which has been extremely helpful. I think what you've done here today has provided us with the kind of insights that are normally very difficult to... To, to tease out, and you've you've uh, outlined a very specific way of running a project, which I think has some s tremendous lessons for, for other people. In part because you've not just done it once; you've found a repeatable way of being able to implement something and reduce your costs as you're going along. It, that's that's a pretty good that's a pretty good story by anybody's uh, by anybody's standards. I think I think you've got something there to be justly proud of, uh, my friend. Oh, thank you. That's very, very kind of you to say, and you know, credit where it's due to the to the users and the the independent consultancy that came and helped. Yeah. You know, this has been a, a very much an adventure for us. Um, you know, and I think when when I chatted the consultant recently, because we're we're still in touch very regularly. Mm. Um, I think this is the UK project that we ran for by design here was was one of his. I think he said it was one of his proudest achievements. Um, and I think that's testament itself to a a solution that lends itself to the mentality that we. Um, that we put around it and our, our personal way of working, that, that good sense of humor way. Um, but, it, you know, we found a product that we like. Um, he's off doing it in, in other places and is able to recommend it in the same way I am. Um, and, you know, for us, it might not be for everyone. I think we, you know, despite the fact I, I am a, you know, self-professed evangelist of by design, um, the product won't be for everyone. But for those people who I think have installed it uh, and implemented it and, have learned, you know, how it works and got some good, good partners in to help them. You know, I'm, I'm convinced that there is a benefit for the majority of companies out there. Um, should they wish to look for it, should they wish to have it, you know, divert from the traditional look at something that's a bit different. And I think, as you say, there is a massive benefit from by design. Um, if you're willing to look for it, you have to put your, you almost have to put your own business pride to one side um, and kind of trust SAP when they say we're, we're taking you in this direction with this process. Because if they fit and you can shape your business around them, then I think there is a, a fantastic benefit to be had from, from the by design solution.